this series of readings and reflections, highlighting books on yoga and Advaita philosophy, comes from the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism. I am Srimati Karuna, the minister of this church. In Swami Premananda's Realization of the Self, he offers us a message of the highest ideal, to realize that all virtue comes from within and is revealed by the process of unfoldment. Consciousness of imperfection begins and ends with the mind. However, this does not mean that it ceases to exist in us when we discard this mortal frame. It remains in the subtle body. Each of us possesses two bodies and a real entity. The gross body, the subtle body, and the self. Self is the reality. The subtle body exists so long as we carry even the slightest thought of limitation. As soon as all consciousness of limitation is overcome, the subtle body is purified. Then we realize the self in its absolute perfection. This purification of the subtle body has been referred to by Jesus when he said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Free from all finite impressions, we realize the self. In realization of the self, we realize our own perfect nature. And to reach this spiritual ideal is the greatest undertaking in life. No amount of disease, misfortune, poverty, nor persecution can change the course of life from spirituality when one is firmly established on the self. A lover of God fears no suffering. It is a necessary condition in life and unfoldment. Love takes away the sting of suffering. Learn to truly love, and suffering becomes a joyous sacrifice. The vicissitudes of life lose their harshness when love rules our hearts. They inspire rather than crush us on the path of self-realization. To attain realization, we need to master calmness, application, understanding, and love. Learn to withdraw the mind from all objects with which it becomes identified. Do not search for the self in the outside world or even within the wilderness of thought. Rather, be calm and reach it from within. Rise above the littleness of life and realize oneness with the infinite. Let all personal thoughts vanish. Offer the prayer, Into thy hands I commend my spirit. And 
I resign myself unto thee. Teach me and guide me to thy perfection. When we completely resign ourselves to God, divine guidance leads us. God must rule our life and guide it in every respect. Realize thyself in all and all in thee. Now listen to this reading from Swami Premananda's The Realization of the Self by Matthew Pazarina. What is the reality which makes all knowledge possible? It is the self, the soul. Self is the source of all knowledge. It is the self that gives us the ability to know the creator and creation. The self is the subject matter which the Vedic philosophy aspires to explain and which yoga guides us to realize. We realize how persons existing in different states of consciousness hold different views regarding the true nature of self. Similar is the case with our viewpoints regarding all objects of the world and of the world itself. Take, for instance, a piano. To an utterly materialistic person, a piano is nothing but a beautiful piece of furniture. He brags about it, takes pride in it, and suffers when he finds that his neighbor has a better one. To a musician, a piano brings the memory of musical history and of great personages who have devoted their lives to the cause of music. He lives in their lives and works and manifests their beauty of their works by interpreting them. He inspires others to live in music and sublimity. To a devotee, the same piano reveals a greater truth. In it, he realizes the divine principle of harmony of the self. Harmony is the law of God. In the history of music, he perceives a man's struggle to manifest the cosmic rhythm the music that pervades the universe. Music is the revelation of the soul's beauty and joy. Music leads a devotee to the infinite. Music is a grand medium of meditation. It lifts us from the littleness of life into the universality of spirit. To a sensory creature, the objective world is for the delight of the senses. A materialistic thinker looks upon the world as a source of intellectual pleasure. To a devotee, the whole phenomenal world is a medium of spiritual unfoldment. While living in it, he aspires to realize his universality, immortality, and bliss. In it, he struggles to realize the self. To long for peace, wisdom, and life is to thirst after God. For God is peace, wisdom, and life. God is the self. This innate thirst after God is never quenched until we realize absolute oneness with God and become perfect as God. We are destined to attain that perfection. Every man, woman, and child will attain it. Every soul will ultimately realize absolute perfection. Why do we want to realize the self? Because we are the self. We search for perfection because we are essentially perfect. We hunger for divinity because divinity is our true nature. 
But some may say that is not true. It is not true that we are perfect and spiritual. How can this be so? When we find so many imperfections in ourselves. Such may be the honest conviction of a sincere person. We are all wearing a sort of mask of littleness around our souls. We see one another through this mask. We dare not take it away. We fear universality. It is a particular tragedy that, while we desire the freedom and joy of universality, and at the same time we keep ourselves moored to the littleness of life, we live like aliens on earth, building walls of limitation around ourselves. We fail to realize that we are one. Take off that mask and know how kindly, loving, pure, and unselfish you are. Break the littleness of life and realize how universally one you are. Rise above earthly conditions. Enter in the kingdom of yourself and realize that you are the whole universe. You are all. In our soul, we are perfect and spiritual. Nothing negative comes out of soul. All imperfections have their origin in our body and mind, and their influence does not go beyond the jurisdiction of our physical and mental sphere. All our virtues come from within. They are not acquired by us. We unfold them. We cannot explain the cause of suffering, yet we may derive wisdom from the experience of it. Two truths are found in the suffering of great souls. The first truth is that they never lose their equilibrium amidst their greatest sufferings. They remain calm and undisturbed. They never lose faith in God, but instead cling ever closer to God in their hours of trial. They have taught us by their own example that we must not lose our inner calmness, love, and faith in God because of any of the sufferings of life. And the second truth is more sublime, assuring, and inspiring. It is their happiness and joy amidst all their sufferings in their realization of the perfection of the self, All imperfections, all misery belong to the body. In self, there is wisdom, immortality, and joy. The greater the realization of the self, the greater is our joy. One of self-realization is never crushed by the sufferings of life, but is joyous in the midst of suffering. This and all other publications of the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism are available through our website. I encourage your interest and pursuit of study, reading, and reflection. <laughs>